everyone, and welcome to Inspired Voices, Fort Wayne Community School's official podcast. Every week, we're going to highlight our amazing educators, leaders, programs, students, and more. Stick around because we're going to give you an inside look at some of the things that we're doing to prepare our young people for the future. Hello, everybody. Thank you guys for joining us on the podcast this week. Um, I'm always really excited about these, but this week I'm particularly excited because I'm sitting with Dr. Jean Clinton. Um, she is a renowned child psychologist, and she has actually been with our district the last couple of days. She's going to be sharing this evening with um, audiences that uh, some of the work that she does and how it relates to deep learning and talking a little bit about what she's been doing with Fort Wayne Community Schools. And so I'm excited to have her on the show. Dr. Clinton, thank you so much for being with oh, me. Oh, it's so great to be here in Fort Wayne and be with you here now. Well, thank you. Well, I'm going to have you sort of introduce yourself and sort of what you do and what your yep. background is. Yeah. Um, so I am a child psychiatrist. I'm a clinical professor at a university in Canada called McMaster. Uh, and I spend a lot of my time uh, with doing knowledge translation. So taking the science of relationship, the science of the brain, and uh, translating it in ways that people can understand. And most recently, uh, working with uh, Michael Fullen, looking at how can we bring into schools things that really will give kids the skills that they need to do well in, uh, in, their, in their future, whatever success looks like. Right, and if you have been paying attention to our podcast, you'll know Deep Learning um, was uh, started in Fort Wayne Community Schools at the beginning of the school year, and we're doing really well with it. Um, his philosophies on education very much align with our mission and the way that we want to teach students. And so this is a great opportunity for our organization to continue to learn about that, and then you as an audience member to really understand what it is that we're trying to do in Fort Wayne Community Schools to better the opportunities for our students. So uh, I think that's really incredible. When you think about your work particularly, what is it about it that excites you the most? Well, you know, I've been, I've been a child psychiatrist for over 30 years, and I've found that uh, I've spent a lot of time in clinical work one-on-one -on -one and decided that I needed to be upstream, uh, kind of uh, uh, figuring out why are kids having trouble in the first place. And so we know the education, kids spend a lot of time there, and so I've been seeking to find what is a way of thinking about learning, about the role of teachers that could really make a difference in the well-being of kids. Then I met uh, Dr. Fullen in Deep Learning and really what really excites me is that the competencies um, of collaboration, communication, critical thinking, creativity, character, um, and citizenship, if we actually focus on them as the business of education, then we're immunizing kids. We're giving them the skills that they need to, uh, to prevent mental health challenges. So it's such a lovely framework for really thinking deeply about the child and the, their potential. Well, and I even think about it beyond just school. I know coming from a business background, um, obviously businesses and workforces need young people that come in with these skills. And so I think there is such a neat tie-in between your work and trying to prepare young people mentally and physically and emotionally mm -hmm. um, and how that does impact our community and, and our workforce even in oh, the future. Oh, absolutely. You know, when uh, surveys have been done with business across the world, they're saying that um, uh, the jobs that are going to be in the future for our kids, we don't even know what they are. So they need these skills. They don't need content. They can get content anywhere. 
uh, it's important, of course, you know, curriculum is important, but what they absolutely need is to know how they learn best, to know how to collaborate with others, how to communicate, how to problem solve, because there are sticky problems in this world yes, today. And so they're the skills that kids are going to need to survive their own life, uh, to thrive in their own life and to do well in business wherever they go. Excellent. And why do you feel like the focus in on neuroscience and well-being is so critical for young learners? Well, it's been for me a journey learning, uh, you know, as a, as a psychotherapist, as a, a play therapist, as a, a prescriber of drugs, you know, that, that, was, my, uh, uh, that was my pathway for so long. Um, and it's only been with the explosion of our knowledge about how the brain works uh, because we've been able to image it in different ways, that you suddenly start to think, oh, wow, well, you know, why is it that the most important thing in a therapeutic relationship is the connection that you make with the therapist? It's not the kind of therapy, it's how you make that connection, who the person is. And you start to deconstruct that and you see, well, what's actually happening in this relationship is brain changes. Mm -hmm that the science is telling us that you are changing the patterns of the brain cells talking to each other and talking to the networks. So once you start realizing that, then you say, well, what's learning about? Isn't learning about the same? Isn't learning about um, uh, neuron, neurons, that the other brain cells connecting and making networks and making, making um, uh, different groups talk to each other? And if that's the case, are we using that to further the cause of education and learning? Mm. So neuroscience and learning go together. So for example, the adolescent brain is a phenomenal time of creativity. It's a phenomenal time of emotional spark, as Dan Siegel talks about. So when we think about engaging the learner in adolescence, they love novelty. Mm -hmm. And so are we doing things that are engaging their emotional spark, their huge creativity and novelty by, by giving them um, opportunities for inquiry-based learning mm. where they can explore the world, engage the world in meaningful projects and change the world? That's bringing neuroscience, leadership, and learning, and deep learning all together. Which is amazing that it's taken us this long in education to really start to put those things together mm -hmm. and realize the connection between all of it yes. and, and how students learn. Uh, talk a little bit, you, you mentioned Michael Follin, talk a little bit about the relationship between deep learning and your work in neuroscience. Um, you, you really did just kind of play on that. How important is it for educators and parents to really understand these connections? Well, I think it's, I think it's essential. I think it's essential. Um, the way that I've always learned is through um, inquiry, you know, getting interested in something and following it through. I went to a medical school at McMaster that's based on problem-based learning. So I didn't go to, I didn't have an anatomy class um, or a physiology class. I learned it live as I had a problem of, you know, this 58-year-old woman with pain in her leg, that, you know, and, and so you go dive deeply into that. Well, what we're, what we're finding now in terms of deep learning and learning and this neuroscience is that that focus that, that goes on my interest gets my attention high. Mm -hmm. 
when my attention is high, then the systems in at the activate for my reward circuitry for my dopamine that gets uh, that gets turned on so as you're excited about your learning as your attention and engagement is highly focused your brain is changing the more you get involved in that the more the miracle growth for the brain kind of comes in the bdnf and and so what deep learning is at its heart is about kids engaging in uh, exciting engaged attentional learning mm -hmm. um, so what parents need to know I say is it's not about it's not about uh, rote learning anymore what our responsibility is uh, as parents and a supporting of teachers is to help kids learn how to learn mm -hmm. that when I go into a classroom and I talk to teachers, I want them to describe themselves as human developers and that they're really thinking not so much about what am I teaching the kids, but how am I helping learners learn mm -hmm. and how am I a learner in this learning environment? So that's something to think about. Absolutely. Um, what do you think for the average listener and, and the average community member, what is most important for them to know about this work? So what I bring to the deep learning is the uh, with Michael and the and the team is my um, huge focus on the power of relationship and connection mm -hmm. in this. So what we know is that from a from a neuroscience from a neuropsychiatry point of view is when we are emotionally connected to material we we just nail it we we it makes it makes such a huge huge difference and so relationship if we create environments and classrooms that are safe emotionally um, uh, psychologically if we create the environments and classroom where kids feel a sense of belonging that they feel valued and valuable and that they feel a sense of I'm here for a purpose mm -hmm. Right when I, I, I'm significant here, I'm here for a purpose. I know why I'm uh, uh, I'm in this. When we create those three states, then we absolutely are creating the the optimal learning environment. Mm -hmm. And then what deep learning brings is all of these rubrics that say a self-assessment as a teacher. What are the school conditions that you need? All of this is operationalized with relationships permeating through. Um, you talk a lot about the importance of wellness for both adults and for, mm -hmm. for, ch for children. Um, talk a little bit about the adult side of things, because I imagine as educators, if we're not in a good frame of mind or we're not in a space that feels like we're prepared to be in a classroom, that can be difficult to yep. teach children. And I know that children do feed off of energy a lot. Yes. So talk a lot about the, the relationship between wellness just for the adult side of things. Yeah, well, do you know what's very interesting is that when we've done, when we've looked at Gallup polls and other things, what we see is that kids' interest in education, the way it is just now, just really goes, declines, mm. declines, declines, mm -hmm. the further they get in school. Well, imagine that as a teacher, that you're standing up in front or you're standing beside the students and you just cannot get them engaged. Of course, that's going to be dreadful for your well-being. So, what do we know? We know that when teachers are well, they are better connectors. 
But we also know that when teachers are burnt out, and this is the work of Kim Schoen at Reichel in BC, when teachers are burnt out, the stress level of the kids as measured by their cortisol, their stress hormone, goes up. So we've got this kind of double-sided sword. What we, so we need to be taking care of our teachers. What I've experienced talking to teachers is when they get involved in deep learning, they are re reacquainted with their young self who went into teaching with a desire to make a difference in the world. That um, when you're engaged in deep learning with your students, you're being well fed yourself. Mm -hmm. you're, you're invigorated. Kids' attention and engagement goes up and then your job satisfaction is, is tremendous. Mm -hmm. But it really, I talk about the teacher creating the weather in the classroom. And so we need to, if we're going to do, uh, uh, if we're going to truly think about well-being and academic achievement integrated, we absolutely need to be thinking about what is the well-being of our teachers. Mm -hmm. And we know that the principles create the weather for the teachers and that a safe culture of a school creates the weather for everybody. Mm -hmm. So this is not about a program that comes in, this is about creating a culture that says we're all in this together, relationships and connection are the heart, are the ingredient, the most active ingredient, and here's the framework that makes sense. Has there been a story that's come out through your work that has just sort of touched your heart that really in your mind says, yes, this is it, this is exactly what I'm saying? Well, you know, there, there's, um, uh, there's, a lot, there's a lot of stories, but one that comes to my mind immediately as you ask that question, Jen, is um, uh, a school that I visited in, in Ontario. And the kids were um, uh, learned about little bats that were getting a little white fungus on their nose from the pesticides or something, and so they were dying off. And so they got so activated and so interested in this that they went, they, um, uh, they contacted somebody from a battery or wherever, wherever people um, uh, study bats. They brought them into the classroom. They said, what can we do about this? They went out and looked at different uh, uh, habitats of bats and they created a project. They called themselves the Bat Rangers. They were on our news, our television, all over. But what they did was they got donations of, of new bat boxes. So the kids had to figure out the dimensions of this. So there's math involved, there's problem solving involved, there's collaboration involved. And they have created these bat boxes and then worked with conservation. Uh, so they're learning all about conservation and climate change, uh, pesticides, and where, where these bat boxes were going to go. Wow. Engage the world, change the world. Mm -hmm. Those kids, when I talked to them, were still abuzz with what they were capable of doing, excited about learning. And I asked a, another group in the same school, what's different about deep learning? And uh, they said, well, you know what? Everybody gets engaged. Everybody gets engaged. Even the kind of people who usually you don't think like school, even they love it. 
That's what I love about it is because it does level the playing field for mm -hmm. all students. It allows all students to find a voice within their own learning, and I love that about oh, it. Do you know, um, I, I have a hypothesis that so much of it has to do with the, the mindset mm -hmm. that it helps the teachers develop and create and the culture they create because of that mindset, mm -hmm. thinking that every student is a gift. Mm -hmm. Every student has their own talents and gifts to bring. Well, it, it creates lifelong learners. And, yes. and when we think about how do you change the world, that's really it, is people that are willing to learn and listen and, and hear other opportunities. Other opportunities to be self-reflective, mm -hmm. to be self-aware, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. It, was there anything that we didn't talk about that you wish we would or things that you think that people need to know that we haven't actually talked about? Uh, no, I think we've talked, this has been so lovely, Jen. I've really enjoyed it. I think the, 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 the key message that I always want to make sure people get is their relationship is the most important ingredient for kids learning and development. That love builds brains. That love builds brains. You need more than love because you need structure, you mm -hmm. need expectations, but that parents, I think, in these days get uh, a bit too worried about how is my kid going to turn out later mm -hmm. and not enough time spent on how can I be a gardener how can, with my kid? How can I be creating the conditions them to thrive mm -hmm. rather than putting them in all of these things so that they turn out just so but how can we be more like gardeners Alison Gopnik talks about this so beautifully oh I love this well thank you Dr. Clinton so much for this interview this has been really enjoyable. oh my pleasure and I hope all of you have enjoyed this as much as I have um, make sure go to YouTube look up the videos look up the research um, look up Dr. Clinton's background. It definitely will fascinate you on the future of education and, and how here at Fort Wayne Community Schools, we're really hoping to change our community by changing our students and the way that they learn. So thank you all for listening. I will definitely see you next time.